0: This NBA playoff picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to shadyrays.com and use code SGPN for fifty percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by our NBA playoff survivor challenge. We're giving away two hundred fifty dollars cash and a hundred dollar gift card. Sign up today exclusively on the SGPN app.
1: This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother.
0: shine Ooh, Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Cram Dog.
1: We almost faded to full black. I'm <laughs> sure there were some people out there concerned. Where where is Sean and his right-handed heater? <laughs> yeah,
0: I had to get my. Uh, I, I got a little concoction here. TY is getting going. Getting the broadcast voice going for the National Basketball Association. We're talking game one lines. We're talking series prices. We're talking even a little. We uh, even got some extra play-in, uh, games playing games as well. Uh, been a fun start to the playoffs. And uh, yeah enough uh enough messing around let's get to it joined by uh one of the hosts of the NBA gambling podcast a bunch of other podcasts on the network too many to name oh, moon off really? the machine manji moon off I know you're a hundred percent physically but are you are you feeling like you can do moon off things on the podcast
2: um <laughs> That's a good question. Something to ponder. Uh, What does that even mean? Well, what does that even mean? First of all, yeah, Zion
0: Zion of course said, uh, you know, he was, (laughs) he was a hundred percent physically cleared, but he wasn't, he didn't know if he could do like Zion things out there. So he didn't want to leave his, he didn't want to, you know, not be a hundred percent on the hamstring, even though the doctors cleared him. That was kind of a crazy story for New Orleans.
2: Yeah, I can't leave my team behind, so I'm going to be there for them no matter uh, oh, how I'm I, so. I like
1: that.
0: No man left behind. Uh, yes. Joining us as you as well, you know him from a bunch of pods on the network, including the Tennis Gambling Podcast and the NBA Gambling Podcast. Scott, right? Shell, what's happening, Scott?
3: Yeah, nothing much. Uh, definitely looking forward to this time of the year, both in. Well, you got basketball playoffs, hockey playoffs. Oh yeah! Sports, baseball season, a lot of sports going on. You got the NFL draft in a couple of weeks. It's one of the best times in the sports calendar, isn't it?
1: Well, last time I think last time we saw Scott in person around this time of the year, yeah,
3: he mm-hmm. was
1: he was getting <laughs> you, pre-sword vitality. He was getting us fully aroused on oh, five teamers spread across hockey, basketball. I feel like there was even maybe some baseball in there. I do
0: remember trying to put in one of the parlays (laughs) and I couldn't at the casino where we're at because they didn't all uh, offer alternate first period puck lines. And uh, so I was like, oh, I gotta walk all the way over there. I'm not going to do that. And then of course it hits, but yeah, Scott and moon off. I feel like you know, call him Bo Jackson's just dominating all different kinds of sports. I saw Scott, of course, uh, celebrating uh, his Islanders getting into the playoffs and hitting on that bet. Who do you who do you like in the NHL playoffs? Before we get started here for the NBA,
3: well, I'm gonna have to plead the fifth for now because some of the matchups aren't actually determined oh, wow. yet. The final day of the season's today, so they got to figure out some seedings. For the most part, Boston's the safe choice in the Eastern Conference. They're the best regular season team of all time, and. If- Feels pretty difficult to find a way to beat them four out of seven. So Boston making it to the finals, I don't think would shock anybody. And that's kind of what's expected. The West is really up in the air because you can't really trust any team at this point. But I'd probably lean to either Colorado or Edmonton. I think I lean Edmont- Edmonton based on how they played for the last couple of weeks. The goaltending and the defense have stepped up. So if you're asking me what my finals prediction is, I'll go with the Bruins against the Oilers in the Stanley Cup final.
1: I don't think Sean was asking, but he was listening. Oh
3: no, I I like it. And and by the
1: way, I think we uh, we we are gonna have one of the hosts of the hockey gambling podcast come on and explain hockey to us. Yeah, let it slide. You know, let it slide.
0: All right, Uh, tomorrow we're taping this on a Thursday, but we got Friday night action for the playoffs. The final seed, Bulls at the Miami Heat. Bulls catching five and a half. Uh Munof, what are you doing here? Bulls heat.
2: Well, first I need to find out if Demar DeRozan's daughter is gonna be in the <laughs> uh, sitting there course. She side really again.
0: swung the game. I mean, what was it like 16 uh missed free throws? Yeah, it <laughs> so was like, it was 18 18 of 46, of like 36, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't know how to react because as a gambler, I liked it that someone was actually able to impact a game. It was kind of a a touching moment between father and daughter, but I just know as a guy who's shot some free throws, if that girl was doing that while I was trying to shoot, I would lose my damn mind. So um, yeah. And and apparently she isn't traveling. They asked him, that was one of the first things they asked him after the press conference. And I guess she does have to eventually go to school. Um, but yeah, Bulls catching five and a half. Here.
1: That's bullshit. You can take your kid out of school really easily for any reason. Yeah, you, especially you in Chicago
0: Bulls country. If you're DeMar DeRozan, <laughs> no one's gonna be mad. They're gonna be happy that they might be able to uh, get in the game.
1: Whatever you need, Mister DeRozan.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he'll be. I'll, I think he'll be doing just fine. For me, uh, I'll, I'll jump the gun here. I, no. I think you have to take the. Uh, I. I just man, I we fell into the trap Ryan of believing in Jimmy Butler and switching into playoff mode, but they're just so bad ATS at home. I I think you kind of got to take the Bulls here. I mean, again, nice comeback against the Raptors. Raptors really laid an egg uh there, but what are you what are you doing Moonoff?
2: Yeah, I think we got to go back to what we talked about uh, on the show earlier. Is that I I can't back the Heat as a favorite. I know Jimmy Butler had a rough game. I do expect him to bounce back, but uh, I think you got to give a lot of credit to the Chicago Bulls for the way they responded in the second half against Toronto. I think they were down double digits, and they could have KD easily. They could have one, two, three Cancun did, but give uh, Zach Levine a lot of credit for the way he played in the third quarter. Uh, the defense stepped up in the fourth quarter. I think that's momentum that can they can carry into South Beach on Friday. Uh, I'll take the points with the Chicago Bulls again.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, there was. Uh... Yeah, the just the collapse by the Raptors and Jimmy Butler um uh, missing a ton of of shots like layups and and shots within like 2 feet. Um Well, this is your
2: fault. Yeah, you I know. Nicknamed him I, Mayor Jordan. I mean I
0: really we really went it was like a Jimmy <laughs> Butler love fest on the podcast and he really laid an egg. I do expect him uh, to bounce back, but Yeah. Five and a half. It feels like this is gonna come down to the wire.
1: And my big takeaway, and a lot of this is focused on like, first of all, if Jordan had raised Jimmy Butler, <laughs> yes. he'd be whooping his ass right now. <laughs> that was piss poor effort. Well, it's just uh, it,
0: it nature versus nurture. Like, you know, some of it's genetics, but, but he's missing that that uh, last. He's answer. better than
1: the other Jordan kids, at least. <laughs> that's but true. and that's because he, you know, 13 years of being disrespected. <laughs> I just don't understand. like the, the announcers took the time, Sean, to explain to us how this is not the playoffs. Not the regular season, but also not the playoffs. And the and the play showed. No one on that heat team wanted it. it There's a softest it display was. of Oh, and imagine, and imagine playing for your playoff life or at least making your life easier. Yeah.
0: And that's well, the one guy,
3: one guy wanted it. It was Kyle Lowry. That was basically You're right. That's yeah.
0: Fair. Kyle Lowry out there. He was looking like a vet. Scrappy he, was, motherfucker. he was bouncing people with his, his giant ass uh,
1: around to the court. Is he going to have the <laughs> best game of the season again?
0: I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's got it
3: in him. Scott, what's your take here? Five and a half feels high to me, but I'm, I'm, I'm listening well, so far for the play-ins, if you blindly back the underdog against the spread, you haven't lost, so that's yeah. a pretty good sign. Uh, the underdogs are also three and one straight up, so you've made a lot of money blindly backing the dog. I'm gonna do it in this case too. Chicago in the regular season, I know playoff or postseason basketball, whatever the hell you want to call this, uh, is different than regular season basketball. But the Bulls did go three and zero straight up on the money line against this team, so I do like how they match up against Miami. I also been I've been roasting Miami for the last like four or five months. <laughs> I just haven't been a fan of this team. They're bad ATS. And the Bulls do have two very solid scores with Levine and DeRozan. Miami really has one. You have Jimmy Butler, who I know had an off game against the Hawks. Heroes rose in a bit hotter, hot and cold. Uh, Lowry had himself a 33 piece and they still only scored 105 points, which is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Bam wanted nothing to do with that entire game. He yeah, was afraid no, the was... entire 48 minutes. I'm going to go with Chicago here. I, I just think that the end of the day, they're a team that has enough scoring punch to give Miami a serious problem. They're three and zero against Miami this season, and they also have Mr. Playing. They got uh, Patrick Beverley, who's the playing <laughs> expert. So now I'm going to go with the Bulls. I do like though. there's
0: a in MVP.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, they- yeah playing MVP with three points uh, last <laughs> game, but still, I'm going to lean to the Bulls here. The spread seems way too high for a Miami team that consistently has been overvalued at home all season long. Give the Bulls plus the points.
1: They don't seem like they want to win. I, maybe they're doing the Dallas. They saw a Dallas doing it. Yeah, that looks fun.
3: <laughs> what, are early doing, what are you doing? Were oh, you on the Bulls as well? I'm
1: zero percent chance I'm ever backing this heat team. Yeah. I the effort they put forth in a situation they could against the Hawks and that little weasel. I don't know. I I can't. The MB, I hate to be the old guy in the room, but the, <laughs> these teams. I heard. So uh, for those who don't know, I absolutely can't stand Keyshawn Johnson (laughs) on AM radio in Los Angeles. He's really bad. Uh, If you want, I'm sure you caught him on ESPN. You, you, you second those thoughts, but I had to just sit and listen to him. Just absolutely shit on Jimmy Butler, bam. And this heat team for that effort they put for now, they're not playing. I'm out. Let's go. Give me the bulls. Uh, Bulls are the kind of franchise too. That would fuck up a, a better draft situation oh by, yeah. by winning a little <laughs> bit right now, Uh Thunder catching five and a half
0: in Minnesota, the late uh, play in game to decide win and get in. Uh, of course, T wolves probably should have beat the Lakers. Then they almost fell apart. Then they got into OT uh, kind of just a, a crazy game there. And then, you know, thunder. Uh, yeah. Just a good, a good game by the thunder. I, it does look like Rudy Gobert will Mm. be back, but now he's claiming he's also dealing with an injury issue. Oh no. I I don't know. It's hard not to look at the dog again for this thunder team that like keeps over, uh, overachieving, like they, they, they're a young team. It's that classic, like they don't know to be uh, overwhelmed by the situation. They're really playing uh, much better than expectations, and it seems like they're on a bit of a roll here. And I don't like Minnesota as a favorite. You know, if they're catching eight points against the Laker team, sure that makes sense to me. But laying five and a half at home with the dynamic of Rudy Gobert back. Uh, I don't know how much he'll play, but still, I think that's got to upset the chemistry there. I'm going with the Thunder here, Scott. Where are you at?
3: Yeah, for me, I'm going to go with the Thunder as well. Uh, the issue that that Oklahoma City is going to run into is the fact that they're still very undersized. So yeah. if Gobert does play, they might get killed on the glass. However, Minnesota has been really underwhelming when Gobert has been in the lineup, and now I believe it's his back that's bothering him. His form was a little bit stiff on that jab that he threw. So he's got to (laughs) work on that moving forward. Maybe that's how he tweaked it. But I'm going to lean to Oklahoma City. Simply put, from what we saw in that game, both Shea and Giddy were not afraid of the moment whatsoever. We know Dort's not afraid of the moment either. It seems like this team is fearless. They know that they're playing with house money, and they don't exactly have many expectations to add the pressure to them. Minnesota made the huge blockbuster trade of the offseason where they gave up their entire future to try to be a title contender and they made the play-in. So all the pressures on Minnesota for this game, I don't trust them. I think we saw in that Lakers game, no offense to Edwards, but if you're going to call out Jimmy Butler for his lack of effort or performance in that game, you got to call out Edwards because he was atrocious. Cat was also really bad in the second half. It seemed like Minnesota in the final 11 minutes when they scored a total of seven points, Yeah, no, nobody wanted the basketball. Besides being exhausted, it seems like everybody was afraid they all had deer in the headlights look on in their eyes. Oklahoma City wasn't afraid, and I think that if you're looking at what should be a close game, I trust Shea and Giddy probably the most of any two players with the ball in their hands in the final couple minutes of a of a big game. You can argue Edwards, but once again, he no showed the, the last portion of that Lakers game, kind of no showed the entire game offensively. And we already know about Cat. I don't trust Cat at all with the game no. on the line. Give me the Thunder. I think they get it done, and I also think that Dagnol's a much better coach than Finch. I think the Thunder find a way to come up with a good game plan and win the game outright. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, of the two, I think uh, OKC to me is the liver of the two dogs, and and you you nailed a great point there. The way Minnesota finished against that Lakers team, uh, that was just like. Uh, That's why yeah, you don't hey. start watching
1: until the eight, eight <laughs> minutes left in the are fourth you really?
0: quarter. Really, with the NBA, you can watch. You can just tell 8 so minutes in the fourth quarter in That's that it. in that last eight minute stretch. off. what are you doing here? Are you thinking of going chalk? Are you riding with the Scott and I on the Thunder?
2: Yeah, I'm going Thunder as well. Uh, thunder 2011 and three against spread as away underdogs this yeah. season, um, close to nearly 65. percent But I also got to worry about, like you guys mentioned, what's the mentality of the Timberwolves after? quit going what a 15 plus point lead against the Lakers going into overtime. Um, And also SGA has just been really good. He's going to be the best player on the floor of the two teams. He's the best player. Um, He scored a minimum of 32 points in all three of the matchups he played in against the thunder, uh, sorry, against the wolves this season. So um, like Scott mentioned Josh giddy SGA. They're not afraid of the moment. I, I think they'll um they'll cover the number. I think they can win outright as well.
1: Dogs for both of these playing games are the public side, so really? hopefully we hopefully we don't public run dogs into please. Ryan. Not in the Little NBA, worried? never in the NBA.
0: <laughs> what are you doing? You're also riding the oh, dog here I, I,
1: again. It's all effort. I'm I'm only evaluating my NBA teams going forward on try. And the way that Minnesota folded like a fucking lawn chair, <laughs> that was pretty uh, bad. I mean, uh, OKC is going to be the team that people are t- after they get swept in the first round. Maybe they win a game. Everyone's going to be talking about how this is the team next year. Like they took their big first step, they got to the playoffs. Yeah, and they they they, could they, be, they, they, they,
0: they definitely have trendy
1: pick written all over next them. year, right? Like next year, there'll be a sexy pick to win it all. All right, speaking plus, of don't s- they have that tall, lanky guy from Gonzaga? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the he, one uh, that you compared to Sean Bradley. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the NBA guys still think he might be good, but uh, he's, he isn't doing anything for them. He's basically no. Zion Williamson right now. <laughs> Uh yeah, no, he
0: uh, he was out for the entire season. All right, uh hey, before we get to the Saturday game, Ryan, you mentioned sexy. I mean, just look at look, popping on the shady rays.
1: Well, let me isolate you if you're talking the, sexy. The sex, I don't want to confuse
0: people. <laughs> the sex appeal immediately <laughs> goes through the roof on this podcast Love My Shady Rays. Honestly, it is, it is pretty sweet. The life of a podcaster, especially when you get, you get, you get free stuff from awesome brands. And again, I can't recommend these shady Ray shades enough I knew Munaf, uh got a pair for him and his wife. He's really digging them and the replacement policy is, is awesome. And that's always, that was always something that scared me away from like getting nice uh, sunglasses, like shady rays. What if I break them? What if I lose them? Then I'm completely screwed. No questions. asked. if you break or lose your pair, even on day one, they will replace uh, your sunglasses. And, or if you just don't like them within 30 days, they got you covered there as well. Again, the shady rays are just a world-class Eye protection, every pair of sunglasses is backed by their loss and broken replacements policy exclusively for our listeners and viewers. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the year. Just go to shadyrays.com, use code SGPN, get 50% off. Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Okay, here we go. Me versus oh, wait, Scott. I'm,
1: I'm joining the sexy party. Hold oh yeah. On, yeah, Kramer
0: is rocking his yeah. uh, and, and shady rays.
1: A vintage Lin Sanity <laughs> shirt, aka one of my NBA shirts. Look at me. And I mean, you got yeah. You know, Summer of tw- when was that? 2015,
0: 2014. <laughs> it was a uh, it was a three week run. <laughs> it lasted. Oh, Mari
1: Stoudemire <laughs> was so excellent during that time. I too. think
0: Tebow Tebow Mania lasted longer. But
3: I I I, I, I was in ninth grade for that.
1: <laughs> for which one? Lin Sanity or Lin
3: Sanity? I was in ninth grade.
1: Oh, Oh my god, you're young. 2011, 2012. So, obviously I remember that mostly because the Giants went on to win the Super Bowl against the 18 and 0 Don't Patriots. Do not recall that year? Uh but also Len Sanity was really fun. That was a good year for me sports-wise. I was all in on that Knicks team.
0: But Scott, you're you're a Nets fan, right? So you you couldn't even enjoy Len
3: uh, me and I had a couple of friends since I grew up in New York who were Knicks fans, so it annoyed me. If anything, but <laughs> you said the eighteen and zero Patriots uh, team. Which year are we talking about? Because oh no, you're right. Manningham oh guy. yeah,
1: I'm overlapping. I'm overlapping yeah. teams. I'm sorry. I just get so excited to think about how that <laughs> that team could have gone undefeated. <laughs> I, I <kinda> got
3: <laughs> to call you out. They're like eighteen and zero. I'm like, wait, what year are we talking about right now? Yeah, fair, You ended problem. up winning that Super Bowl anyway. So
1: fucking Nets fan over here.
3: (laughs) Speaking of the nets, nets
0: versus the Sixers uh, game. One Sixers are laying eight and a half. And uh, what do we got for the series price? They are minus 900 nets Hmm. plus 600. Um, I mean, obviously I'm going to take the Sixers, but uh, in game one, this, this eight and a half point spread is uh, I'll be honest, a little, a little nerve wracking, um, but again, Embiid obviously looks like he's going to win the MVP. Um, Mikael Bridges. Uh, he's been playing really well uh, for the nets there, which is kind of annoying because he, the Sixers drafted him and then traded him on draft night. Uh, really don't understand that. And then obviously the nets, they had Kyrie. They had Durant. They both opted out and then they still ended up making to the playoffs. They didn't completely. Collapse.
1: No, it's because Ben Simmons, their hero, saved them. Right? <laughs> they shut him down for the year. Unclear if this he. God, ever- as a Nets fan, what's the? Just explain what's Ben Simmons been like.
3: Uh, personally, I wouldn't know because I haven't seen him. I was at I was at Game Four last year against the Celtics when they got swept. I was actually in the arena, and I can't say the same for Ben Simmons. I couldn't even judge his outfit because he wasn't there courtside. So I haven't seen him. But he's if I do he's at you know. He's MIA.
1: Yep. I mean, the it's pretty hilarious. Him and Zion are just hanging out on a they, boat and can't w- They really
0: could put together a super team of <laughs> NBA guys who don't want to play basketball. It really would be an amazing team.
1: They want to face the alien they're saving themselves for the aliens.
0: Uh, Nets. The key stat is uh, when making 15 plus three pointers, uh, they're four and 14. If they don't get up to the 15 three pointers, if they they are hitting their threes, they're nine and one um, post deadline, and they've increased their three point percentage after trading Durant. Uh, Again, Embiid has just been insane. You look at all the advanced stats; he's been uh, dominating. I do like the Sixers for the series. Mm, I'll take them. I'll take them game one here Mm. as well. But um, yeah, so give me Philly minus eight and a half, and then I think for the yeah for the series, obviously the 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 minus nine hundred isn't that appealing. Even Sixers minus one and a half at minus three ten. I'll do Sixers minus two and a half at minus one fifty, which feels a little gross, but uh that's the only Don't you thing. just play sweep. Uh yeah, but the, then I, I think four one is is definitely a possibility. So I'll take uh Sixers minus two and a half games. Isn't beat healthy? Yeah. Hmm. Uh Scott, what do you got here for the uh Net
3: Sixers? Game one and then for the series. So even though I'm a fan of the Nets, as you know, I'm not a delusional <laughs> fan. I'm not picking them to win the series. I think they can make this competitive. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to come out here and say I think the six the Sixers sweep them. I think the Nets win a game, uh, potentially two, mostly because of the fact that one, you got Doc Rivers in the playoffs, and we never know yes. how that's going to go for an entire. do like, but don't like that. It's mostly because of James Harden's injury, and I'm concerned that A he might need surgery, and he's just playing through it, and B the fact that. We know his playoff uh, history isn't exactly the best. It would not surprise me if Harden lays an egg in a game and they maybe just double team Embiid the entire time. And if Harden or some of the role players don't make shots, I can see a script where the Nets win a game. Now, I think Embiid's going to average 35 in this series, so they'll probably end up winning the series anyway. But I'm not going to pick a sweep. I think the Nets end up getting a game or two. If I was tempted by anything from a value play, I potentially would be tempted by the Nets plus two and a half at plus money. At around 120. But for the most part, once again, I'm not going to make a case for the Nets to win the series. I do think they can potentially put the Sixers an upset award in game one. If you remember, these teams did play a couple of years ago, and you had one of the funniest hindsight beefs of all time between Ben Simmons and Jared Dudley when they got (laughs) after in that playoff series. But if you remember, the Sixers won that series in five, the Nets did win game one. Yeah. The Sixers completely no show that game. And I think it is possible after the week layoff and the Nets with their very, very deep roster in terms of wings, they don't have the actual centers to compete with Embiid. But can I see a world where the Nets have a unique defensive game plan with a lot of switching and maybe they catch the Sixers off guard in game one? I can see it. And I think that the Sixers, once again, are so focused on winning games, they're not going to be focused on winning by nine or more. I think the Nets cover in game one. I think they hang in there. Three of the four meetings this season were within were uh, within single digits. The one exception was the final game of the season when the Nets didn't use anybody and neither did the Sixers. They can toss the game out. But the games were competitive for the most part. Even in the one meeting without Durant and Kyrie, that was a three-point win for the Sixers. I think game one's competitive. I'll take the points. I like the under in a lot of these games in the series. I think you're going to see a pretty low-scoring battle between two half-court offenses. But I'll go with the Nets plus two and a half games. I'll be generous. I think they'll hang in there for a couple, but I'm picking the Sixers to win the series.
1: I like that directly against you. Beautiful pick, Scott. (laughs) Brooklyn Nets win game one, 76ers win series. That's that's good. Plus 500.
0: uh, That's a fun Sounds like something uh, you should
1: mark us down for. Oh wait, you're on the you think yeah the Sixers I'm on the, the Sixers, game. but game well, one. Well, I might bet
0: that game one could be interesting. Uh, shout out to Lante in the YouTube chat, also a host for the NBA oh. Gambling Podcast, pointing out that off is sweating out his uh, first half uh, MLB <laughs> bets while also being on the show. You can always I'm tell,
2: sweating out a first round leader bet. <laughs> oh okay, oh, yeah. You can always
0: tell off is a true DJ because he'll be listening while someone's talking, but then also just he's got these like eyes, almost like a cat following the laser going from screen. So you got Hovland again? What, who you got?
1: Yeah, I got Hovlin. Oh, look at you, Ryan. I think, think
0: Capper, I think gave that out as well. Mudoff, <sighs> what do you got for the game one? What do you got for the series here?
2: Yeah, game one. I think I agree with Scott here. Um, do think it's a, it's tad too many points. I do think Philly does get the victory in game one, but I see a scenario where they win by six or seven points. Maybe see a backdoor cover in game one. I do think Philly does take care of this team in five games. Um, I just don't see a world where maybe Nets get one at home, but I, I think this is a scenario where the Sixers are up three to one going back. I believe they will go back home for game five um, to wrap up the series. got to take a look at their playoff history, uh, at least in round ones, three other last five series. They've taken care of uh, either. Yeah, sorry. Four of the last five first round series, they've taken care of in less than five games. So um, I'll take the under five and a half. Um, Total games for the series at minus one sixty, and then also Ooh. you can put me down Sixers in five at plus two ten as well, and I'll take Game One Nets plus eight and a half as well.
0: Yeah, the under the under five and a half is a fun way to play. Also, the Sixers in uh,
1: and Sixers just, in five. Real quick uh, for those looking to make a safe transition from football to basketball. Strongly encourage you experiment with the first field goal bets.
0: Oh yeah. The first <laughs> basket. Do we they're, have a system yet for that? Oh, yeah, not, there's
1: no tight ends we can play. Well, you're the, basically, I think you just fire at the bottom of the board, but yeah, I, I mean like yeah, I said, no chalk I, in first. No ba- no bucket. systems <laughs> yet, but you know, PJ Tucker eighteen to one. Is he on the is he on the court? Good get a
0: look. Uh what do you got, Kramer? I assume you're gonna oh, I, just gonna, troll me by taking the nets well, uh, eight and
1: a half. Listen, we don't have uh, these guys here for nothing. Give me the Nets plus the point. You know, fun <laughs> fact: I did grow up going to Brendan Byrne Arena watching the OG, the pre Vince Carter, Jason Kidd, Richard Jefferson Nets. Uh, with, with Keith Van Horn, was that one of those? T- yeah, walking across the bridge. Uh, those who know, know. I'm sure Scott knows. So yeah, Nets plus eight and a half, and then obviously. I I like this angle of Nets winning the first game and the Sixers winning. So I'll 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 you can stamp me with that one five to one. Okay, Sixers win the series after losing game one. Uh, And I'll I'll tweet out first baskets for all the games. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll commit to the weekend, and if the if the effort isn't there in the first round, I'll check back in for the second round.
0: Atlanta Hawks catching nine against the Celtics. Obviously, uh, Celtics are massive favorites in the series as well. Celts minus one thousand Hawks <sighs> plus six fifty on the uh, on the price there. I, I mean, again, I'm They're gonna, trying
1: to blow it up. They're not gonna try to win.
0: I, I'm gonna keep it chalky here, but i'm I'm definitely going uh Celtics game one here. Uh I I Atlanta is just they're just not that good. I mean it, sweep get the broom <laughs> out. I'm, uh, I'm I'm with you. Like I I'm taking Boston uh Boston minus 9 for game 1 and um
1: I guess Boston isn't a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: No, I'm I, I I'm should, gonna take I'm I, gonna just take Celtics shut, uh, Celtics four zero at plus two
1: thirty. I made a mistake because I
0: I don't think this is gonna be close.
1: I, I was I was truly really trying to not talk until I heard what Scott and Moon <laughs> had to say.
0: I know that's usually my secret, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go Boston minus nine and Boston for the sweep. As much as it pains me to compliment the Celtics, this Atlanta team uh, again. I just don't see much out of them. And it's tough to imagine them going on much of they're a They're trying run to
1: blow their team up. I mean you don't leak that right before the playing game because you want to win the playing game.
0: Moon what are you doing here uh for the for the Celtics uh Hawks here?
2: Yeah, if you take a look at the season series, Celtics won all three games. Um I don't want to say comfortably, but uh this Atlanta defense, they're just not very good. I mean, they gave up 120 plus points in all three games against the Boston Celtics, 126, 134, and 120. So defense is um not good, I guess we can say, uh for the Allen Hawks. Not a party. Yeah, not a party. There you go. Um but for the Series, I think Boston probably does get it done in five games. Um it's just as a a it's a step up in class. I think we're on a collision course with the Celtics and the Bucks in the Eastern Conference finals. When you're going to playing a Miami team and stepping up to a Boston team that has two good superstar players or star players, we can say their depth is far superior than that of Miami Heat. I think Hawks do give them a run for their money in the first uh, in the first game. Maybe like a rust or rest situation here where you know Atlanta did play in a play-in game. And then Atlanta's at least starters, or sorry, the Boston starters probably haven't played for over a week now. So I think. Atlanta could keep it within the number in Game One. I'll take the plus nine. I do like the over for the game. I think we'll see points uh put up in this series for sure. Uh, but I think it, at the end, Boston just gets it done within five games.
0: Okay, so yeah, it's Celtics. You could take either Celtics four one, or you can just keep it simple. Take Celtics minus two and a half at uh minus one sixty five. Same
1: price if you wanted to take Atlanta to win Game One. Boston to win the series is also five to one. Just like the nets. Uh, if you, if you're into that kind of thing, yeah, uh, also Trey Young seven to one first bucket, if you're into that kind of
0: Wait, Trey Young seven to one first bucket,
1: it's that's what dogs. My I, don't buy, I don't mind.
0: I don't mind that, but um Trey Young four and eleven straight up in his fifteen games against the Celtics. I mean, the Celtics. What are they? Second and uh top two in defensive and offensive efficiency. Trey
1: Young very punchable, by the
0: way. <laughs> you Just listen to him call, talk. Craver really gets hair. annoyed
1: by him. I, yeah, I think it's just I don't understand. Fucking little kid. He sounds like a. little He enunciates like a child.
0: I I just sound like an old guy, but I don't understand his sideburns. I don't. Again, I'm not hip. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with the sidebirds. Again, I'm not making fun of his hair because I'm bald. I guess maybe I am someone making fun of his hair, but I just don't understand it.
1: Bald I... guy makes fun of <laughs> Trey Young's hair.
0: Now that's 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 very clickable uh, yeah, content right there. Scotty, what are you doing here? What do you got?
3: <laughs> so I actually agree with everything Winoff said, and I'm going to go with the Celtics to win the series in four or five. So I like the Celtics minus two and a half games. Yeah, we have the situation every year where one team looks pretty good in the play-in and suddenly the public loves them and they get buried every time. Uh, just in case nobody's realized, do you know how many playing teams have reached a game seven in the Zero. first round? Zero. Zero. Do you know how many playing teams have won a playoff series? Zero. Zero. That is correct. I'm not picking the Hawks to make a run against the <laughs> Celtics. I think the Celtics are a better team. I think they match up well against Atlanta. The real story of that playing game was the fact that Atlanta really killed them on the boards. Miami couldn't rebound the ball. I don't think that's going to happen in this series because you have Robert Williams who should be healthy. Horford's a decent rebounder. Tatum's been a good rebounder. They got Brown as well. Unlike Miami, they have multiple solid scoring options and they actually have scoring depth. Atlanta, really not a great defensive team. If they're going to make the series competitive, they basically need Trey young and Dejounte to combine for 60 points per game. I don't see that happening. I think Boston wins the series comfortably in four or five as for game one. I think I would lean to Atlanta just because they played somewhat recently, Boston potentially plays with their food a little bit and Atlanta hangs in there. But I do think Boston ends up winning the series comfortably. But if I had to pick a side in game one, I think I would probably lean to the nine. That seems a little bit large to me.
0: Also we're noting Al Horford career year from behind the arc, 44.6%. Uh, so he might be uh, fun there in the prop market. So you're you are taking Atlanta plus nine for game one and, and you're with Moon off. Probably the way to play it is Celts minus two and a half, minus one sixty five. Kramer, what do you got here? All
1: right. Well we already we already established that uh I, I think the Celtics this this is probably one of the series I think you can safely play the sweep. So I'll I'll play Boston to win oh, in a sweep. Go. Oh, we're making statements, right? And then I'll also, I'll also with you lay the points in game one. I, I liked the angle that both Scott and Moonoff brought up around how we see the, uh, the play in game. Of course, not the playoffs. You can actually still bet on teams to make the playoffs who are in the play in <laughs> game. Yeah. Once they make the real playoffs, big, big uh, step up. And it also just seems in general, TMZ, NBA fan here that maybe there's, there's a slight difference between the teams at the top of the East and everyone else. So yeah, I'm, I'm in with you, Sean. Lay the points.
0: let Let's go. Hey. Yes. Oh, listen to that sword. It is time to talk about sword vitality duck (laughs) again. Hey, taking care of yourself is cool. It's cool to be manly. You don't have to be ashamed. 40% of men are affected by impotence by age 40, 70% of men are affected by age 70, AKA. Yeah, I I mean, statistically it could be one of uh, who knows, maybe someone on this podcast, maybe someone listening again, you don't have to be ashamed by it and you don't have to let it bum you out. You already probably are doing some manscaping. Why not also take care of the plumbing sort of vitality helps increase your blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man. Again, unsheat that sword. You're not getting anything done with the soft sword. Don't be ashamed. Be proud to swing your sword, like uh, the great Mike Leach said. Head over to swordvitality.com and use the promo code SGPN. Get a nice discount at checkout. That's swordvitality.com, promo code SGPN. Ryan, moving on to your New York Knickerbockers. Great transition. Thank you. Uh, getting five and a half points against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and we got a uh, similar similar matchup, uh, although much much closer here on the pricing. Cavs Lane two hundred, uh, Knicks plus one sixty five. True toss up.
3: Oh, an well, NBA certainly, certainly
0: much closer than some of these. Uh, Scott, yeah. I'll let you start on this one. I'm kind of torn here. I always Thibodeau, obviously a regular season guy in a lot of ways. Whoa. He, he works. The, he, he, he makes the guys play super hard and a ton of minutes, Grit. but then can you make this Cavs team a minus 200 favorite? Ah, uh, that to me feels a little high. Uh, Scott, what do you got for the Knicks-Cavs and the uh, the game? You oh, know, game one five and a half,
3: and then I gave you the series price. What what are you looking for Knicks-Cavs? So I feel like this is the one series that most people are expecting to go seven. It seems mm. like most people expect this to be a war that goes back and forth. My favorite play on the series is in the Knicks plus ha- uh, one and a half games at around minus one thirty. A lot of people might expect the Cavs to win the series, but I think they expect them to win in probably seven. I'm going to actually get to the Knicks here for the value, though, uh, to win the series. I think these teams are very even. And when you're talking about the head-to-head series, the Knicks did go 3-1. and one. They looked very solid. They won each of the last three meetings. So the one meeting the Cavs did win was back in October. So I do think the Knicks have kind of found something. At least matched up-wise against this Cleveland team. I'm still not sold on Cleveland's bench at all. I don't think they have much bench scoring, and the Knicks might have the sixth man of the year award winner. So I do think that the Knicks can get a spark Off the bench that the Cavs don't have. The thing is, when you're looking at the coaching, we know Thibodeau's playoff career is a little bit underwhelming. However, Bickerstaff doesn't exactly have a playoff career. Yeah, that's interesting. Not much experience. He he, he was in the play-in last year, and you might remember his team blew basically a 19-point lead at home to Atlanta and they got eliminated from the play-in. So they don't have much experience. You have Mitchell, who of course has been in a couple of series. Hasn't done very well in the playoffs, wins and loss wise, but he's still been a solid number one option scoring wise. But Garland has no playoff experience besides the play in last year. Jared Allen has a very limited amount of experience. Mobley doesn't. The Knicks do have a lot of experience because they made the playoffs a couple of years ago and some pieces of that team are still here. But based on what should be a very competitive series and what I think can go either way, I'm going to take the plus money with the Knicks. I think they hang in there, and I think the series probably goes seven, uh, six or seven. But I'll go with the Knicks plus one and a half games as my safe play at minus one thirty. Give me the Knicks to win the series as my underdog pick.
0: Yeah, hmm. uh, easy in the YouTube chat saying Knicks in seven is plus sixty five, uh, plus six fifty.
1: no I'm even seeing some seven hundreds out
0: there. Okay, so yeah, if you think it can go seven, um, maybe there's some value in taking. Uh Knicks at plus six fifty and then also Cavs at plus three fifty and and locking up a decent profit. Benedicting over assuming it gets there to seven games, that's certainly a fun way to play it. Uh I'm certainly gonna take the Knicks plus five and a half for the first game. And and you made some compelling points. I'm with you. I'm gonna take the Knicks here uh, for the series. The the lack of experience for the Cavs is most troubling and the Knicks have been a machine against the spread on the road 26 14 and one ATS on the road. So I like for that to continue. Um, and I think they can, you know, uh, Cleveland, I don't know. Again, it, it just, for me, it just comes down to lack of experience for the Cavs. And, and I'm looking to fade that there in the playoffs. Uh, we'll see. Julius Randle is dealing with an ankle injury. So that could be. Uh, a little bit of an issue. This is actually the Cavs first playoff game without LeBron James since 1998. Kind of no, crazy. Uh, they have no
1: idea what to do. <laughs> crazy But well, once again there. the
0: playing the plane doesn't count. So it's yes, the first playoff game. You're right. Like LeBron, first yeah. playoff yeah. official playoff game.
1: It's very confusing. It's not the regular <laughs> season but it's also not the playoffs.
0: Yeah, but uh, I'm with Scott the the plus one sixty five for the Knicks. It's it's too juicy to turn down. Uh, And then also tag on over five and a half, even though it's at uh, minus one eighty. Over five and a half games. I I just I would be shocked if either team wins in four or five. Moonoff, what do you got? And how's your Hovland bet looking?
2: (laughs) Uh, We're still sweating a little bit, but um. I think I do I, I do like the Knicks here in this series as well at plus one sixty-five. Um I know, like you mentioned there, Sean, that Julius Randall status is kind of still up in the air, at least for game one. But I think we just kind of go back to the 2021 season where the Knicks did make the playoffs for the first time in I don't know how many years. But if you just look at that roster, this roster that they have currently is significantly better than what they had, you know, two seasons ago. It was really Julius Randle. Uh, um, in that series, and he just had a he had a bad series. He just didn't have any help in that series. And now you add a guy like Jalen Brunson, who I think is going to be the difference maker, even with or without Julius Randle. Uh, Emmanuel quickly's had a great season for this Knicks team as well. I like the depth. Josh Hart has been a great pickup as well for this uh, New York Knicks team. So I think just looking at it roster wise, this Knicks team is better uh, than they were in the season that they made the playoffs two seasons ago. For Cleveland. I understand the Donovan Mitchell factor, but I think when it comes down to it in the fourth quarter, who do, do I trust more? Is it Donovan Mitchell or Juli- or Jalen Brunson to make the right play? I, I think I'm going to go with Jalen Brunson to make those right plays because I feel like Donovan Mitchell, sure. He's a great scorer, but I think he would play a little bit of hero ball when it comes down to the fourth quarter. But um, I think Scott hit the nail on the head as well as for, as far as when it comes to coaching with JB Bickers, I think he's a mediocre coach um, and it is what his first playoff you know, series in, in, I think his first time in his career, actually. So I'll take Knicks in the first uh, game as well. Plus five and a half, I'll take him for the series uh, plus plus one sixty five. I do like the over call as well that you said, said there, Sean, about the total games in the series to go over five and a half as well.
0: Kramer, it's a Knicks party over here. I assume when, you're what's rocking your insanity oh, jersey. I remember we're how
1: not, much fun the Knicks were in the '90s? <laughs> I mean, that was stomped all over. I was enjoying the finals, and then OJ Simpson decides <laughs> he wants to drive all over Southern California. I do remember. Of course, I remember I'm exactly
0: where I was when that happened.
1: And so do I. I was in my, my dad, basement watching the fucking game. My I was
0: watching inside. And my dad was <laughs> up on a roof. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like working on our roof. And I went outside to my dad and I said, dad, OJ's running away. He's like, what do you mean? He's running away. I'm like, I don't know. They, they, they cut out the play, the, uh, the NBA game and they're just focusing on OJ. This is like me yelling up to my dad. I'm like, I don't know. He's driving around <laughs> in a Ford Bronco and uh, you might want to come down. He's like, I'm working on the roof. I'll come down when I come down. So I don't know if my dad's ever seen the chase missed out TV Knicks. history.
1: Knicks plus one and a half minus one thirty sounds right.
0: Ooh. Wow, Ryan. You're not believing you're you're taking them as a okay.
1: I'm not done. All right. Knicks win game one. Knicks win the series. Okay. Plus four twenty five. Okay. Knicks, obviously I already said it, but Nick's on the money line for game one. Okay. I figured the best way to get back into the Knicks is just invest <laughs> heavily. Just bet on everything. And then have. Ju- just cause, why not? One more and I'm not playing your fucking over Knicks to win four, one, 12 ooh, to one. Let's ooh. go. Ooh. I'm done.
0: That's not, uh, <laughs> I, but, uh, you know what? It, I think it gets to six, but I don't, I don't People don't,
1: people don't believe, uh, but the, the Knicks were the team, like when the Knicks were peak, <laughs> even when the Yankees were good, the Knicks were the be- the, the best team in New York top team. And they were the most fun to root for John stuff. Like all of that shit was fun. And then Alan Houston happened and then uh, Dolan happened and they've sucked ass ever since. And yeah, they have a shitty coach or at least a mediocre coach, a, 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 a a middling coach. Who's never going to win them a championship, (laughs) but he could win them. Oh, first round matchup. That's all we're betting. On. I'm is, not betting on. Don't let does, me bet on them next round. That does feel like. Do not let me bet on them <laughs> next round. <laughs> that does feel like Thibodeau's uh, ceiling. This is it.
0: Hey, we're gonna get to the Western Conference Game One and uh, and the series prices. Before we do that, shout out to fi again. Uh, best part about NBA playoffs: finding the finding the best one-on-one matchups and uh, using them for gambling purposes. Well, what about your one-on-one matchups off the court? I totally improvised that script. I'm a I'm an amazing uh, ad reader here for Talkify, but how could you not be? Talkify is the number one modern matchmaking service designed to help you achieve relationship success. We're always talking stats, we're always talking numbers here. Let's look at the advanced metrics for Talkify. 80% of their clients met their person within the first 12 minutes. Are you kidding me? That is a Lead pipe lock, if I've ever heard one. And again, uh, offer here for anyone who uh, in the SGPN family. If you uh, are going out on a first date, uh, courtesy of uh, uh, someone on Talkify, hit us up. We'll help you take care of the bill there. Don't go crazy. And and no, your first date can't be uh, going on a blackjack run. And uh, you know, it's got to be something simple. Take her out for a you know, a nice little dinner there. Uh, again, they do all the heavy lifting, background checks, video interviews, asking the tough. Questions that are too awkward for first dates. Again, they do all the heavy lifting for a first date. You just do the dating. And Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash sgpn. That's T a W K I F dot slash sgpn for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash SGPN. All right, here we go. Now we're talking Golden State Warriors.
1: Why did you say that? Because the West is better than the East.
0: Um, no, I, I think some of these matchups are a little more compelling, uh, especially. I mean, are
1: you saying that the Knicks one wasn't an interesting? <laughs> no, match-up I actually for think the
0: Knicks one was. I'm talking about like the Hawks, Celtics, sex, uh, Sixers, Nets, not super compelling, but Warriors, Sacramento Kings. Mm. Now we're talking Golden State Warrior uh, uh, as a rivalry. Yeah. Uh this is someone had a great nugget. This is the first time the Kings have played on ABC since like 2007, hmm. which is just a crazy stat. But if you don't remember like when the when the Lakers were dominating with Shaq and Kobe, the Kings were super competitive they as well. They outlawed
1: the Cowbell, remember?
0: Yeah, I do remember The that.
1: Lakers got the Cowbell outlawed. <laughs> Soft ass LA bitches.
0: Uh now <laughs> this is uh Shaq
1: called them the Queens. <laughs>
0: yeah, the Sacramento Queens. This is this is interesting because uh, obviously the the Kings are the higher seeded team, but they're a plus two twenty dog for the series. Golden State minus two seventy five. Golden States feels like they've been in cruise control for a while here. Uh, they're a one point road favorite here against the Sacramento Kings, in spite of the fact that uh, Golden State is the worst team against the spread on the road. Now they were dealing with some injuries, um, you know, again possibly cruise control but uh, we'll start with you, Scott. How serious do you, do you make the golden state uh, warriors road issues? And did they just flip a switch here and dominate, but again, 11 and 30, 11 and 29 and one ATS, depending on where you look, but that is, that's pretty bad. Again, this isn't much of a road game as they're taking a 90 mile drive here, but what do you make of that?
3: I think it matters, but when you're looking at the Kings, they really did draw the best possible matchup because the Kings have basically no playoff experience in the entire roster. <laughs> you have Harrison Barnes, who was a we call him a role player on those Golden State teams uh, when they won yeah. the title. In fact, he was so bad in the finals that they went out and got Durant to replace him. That's a separate story. Uh, but they also have Sabonis, and he had a couple of playoff series there with Indiana. That's basically it. So I do think you can make an argument that even though the Warriors have been awful on the road. At least they know what playoff basketball is like, unlike most of the Kings roster. So maybe they can overcome that now for the actual series money line price. It's an insane price. Golden State being minus roughly $3 despite being 11 and 30 on the road is insane. Do I think Golden State should be favored? Yes, I think Golden State should be like minus 170, minus 180 maybe. But I do think that minus $3, give or take, is insane. Having said that, we have a lot of talks about lighting the beam and how the Kings have a great home court. The Kings were only five over at home. They were only 23 and 18. It wasn't like they were a dominant home team like the Grizzlies, who won 30-plus who won home games. I think Golden State wins the series. The more that I thought about it, I really didn't like how the Kings ended the year. It seemed like they started to hit the wall at the end there, which we thought was overdue, but it finally started to happen. Their defense isn't great. Golden State's defense isn't great either. But if you're going to ask me right now who I would trust more in a playoff series between Curry and Klay Thompson and the Warriors core against the inexperienced Kings core, I probably trust Golden State more. If I had to pick an actual angle for this series, I would take the Kings to win game one and I would take the Warriors to win the series. Ooh. The Kings need to win game one. It's also why I don't like the Kings in the series. Anytime you have a must win game in game one, <laughs> I'm going to have a hard time trusting you for a seven game yeah. series. But I think we'd agree with the atmosphere first playoff game in roughly 20 years. If the Kings lose this game, they are hundred percent screwed. Like I don't think there's a chance they come back if they go down one, nothing. So I'll find golden state potentially on the live series line. Once the price shifts a little bit, but if you want an actual plus money play, I don't mind the Kings to win game one and the warriors to win the series. I think the warriors find a way and they make some adjustments over the course of these seven games to get the job done. We know the warriors in the playoffs are kind of like cockroaches. You just can't kill them. (laughs) I'm going with golden state to find a way, but give me the Kings to win game one and the warriors to win the series.
1: And that's two Oh five Sean, which that's the exact angle I was going to give out. And again, t- beware, Scott, because this is a TMZ take, but it does seem like Sacramento is already up against it. Like, this seems like also a series you could identify as being like zigzag. Like, you're going to take Sacramento game one, then Golden State's going to wreck their heart in game two. Yep. They're going to go back. Yeah. I mean, if they win
0: game one, I think they dump the Gatorade, right? Like, they won a home playoff yeah. game against the Warriors. Uh, how would I, they right, even so get up for that game too? So then you're right. It's one, one and to Scott's point. Like it's probably better just to wait on that yeah, adjusted series
1: after they lose.
0: Yeah. I'm going to give out golden state minus one and a half. Uh, Cause I do think four, two makes a ton of sense. Uh, even for one, maybe for golden state. It it just does feel like uh, because uh, Golden State's been so bad on the road, they get one, maybe two Sacramento. But after that, like this, this Golden State team isn't losing at home. Mechanical um, parlay Sacramento
1: Sacramento game one, Golden State game two.
0: And uh, I I, I forget if we mentioned it already, but Wiggins is back with the team. He was dealing with the family thing, so he's good to go there. But uh, I'm with Scotts. I. I'm probably not gonna go big on this but Sacramento I think is the play game one but Golden State minus one and a half minus one fifty five is very reasonable for me or might again to, just kind of hang around and watch the uh, live series might
1: course. have to make them my my uh survivor pick,
0: get <laughs> yes. again. Uh, if you haven't gotten in on the survivor contest already, uh, please do so. I know uh, some people are having an issue with the sign up link, that should be good to go. Uh, just download the SGPN app, all the info is uh, there completely free to enter $250 cash and a hundred dollar SGPN gift card. So, Kramer, are you taking the Kings game one, um, Golden State Series angle? That's what you like, yeah, I like
1: that, and I, I, I think, I think. I think we'll get more than an over. So that you're you're paying a tax for Golden State, right? Which means what yeah. when they lose the game one, they're gonna over adjust it, right? They'll probably over. It's, it's gonna be very close to even money, I'd imagine, once they over adjust it. So even though all Sacramento did was
0: wait, no, I I think if they lose game one, if Golden State loses game one, I still think
3: they're decent favorites. Okay, I'm I would like, say what, minus one fifty.
1: My, I, I'd say that they're closer to even than that.
3: Really? I was thinking, I was thinking one thirty. So I kind
1: yeah. of okay. in the middle.
0: Bang! <laughs> All right. No, wait. One one thirty <laughs> is closer to one fifty than even. Well, that's so prices no, right, so you, you went ten. over though, and you so. went over. Oh, okay, all right. No, one ten
1: would be even because oh, there's juice, okay. motherfucker. Okay,
0: all right. One ten's even. <laughs> all right, you, well, you even that, get, even hey, that's a tie. How'd
1: you get into sports
0: gambling? <laughs> and Ryan, you're the only one who gets that joke. But I, what do you mean? It's it's a great joke.
1: <laughs> it's a great joke.
0: what do you got about my joke? (laughs) Yeah. DM Kramer about his (laughs) inside joke. He's basically making fun of all the people who just started gambling uh, when they got the job that they were a gambling content creator.
1: Yeah. yeah, Um, Well, I mean that wasn't a funny explanation, (laughs) but yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Well, just in case people don't, you know, they may have missed. There's uh, a lot of gazes
1: out there. if You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Uh, Moon off. What do you got for this golden state Sacramento matchup?
2: Yeah, I agree with you guys about the one and a half for the Warriors. I just think that with all the experience that this Warriors team has, I think it's going to be too much for the Sacramento Kings to handle. Um, I mean, even if the Warriors do get down in a the game, they can shoot their they can shoot themselves back into the game just with all the firepower they have. With the, whether it's with Steph, whether it's Clay, with Jordan Poole, um, and I think the depth at the bench I do like better for the for the Warriors as well. I I could see a world where the warriors win in five games because they haven't lost a game one in round one since the 2012, 2013 season. They've actually won, I think seven game ones in a row in the opening round of uh, NBA playoffs when they have made it. So,
3: well, they were at home for all those, right? Mm.
2: Yeah. um, Yeah. I agree with that as well. But I I think for Sacramento, Scott hit the nail on the head that I think that they want a chance to be in the series or even possibly win it. They have to win game one. I do like points in the series. I mean, I think the over is, is the obvious play um in, in most of these games here because again, defensively, Kings were not very good. And we know the Warriors, especially on the road, like we've talked about all season long on the NBA pod, they're just not very good. So I'll I'll go with the Kings as well in the first game, but I do like the Warriors to take care of business, whether it's minus one and a half or in five games um in round one. Wow!
3: The way, didn't the Warriors lose Game One to the Celtics in the finals?
2: Oh, that's a good. Mm. Wait, I thought,
3: the, I thought the Celtics had that massive fourth quarter. Up yeah, the they one did game One. And when? Yeah, yeah. No,
2: I'll just specifically talk about Round One.
3: Oh, Round One. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Making sure. And yeah. real quick, they unbanned
1: the cowbell. Apparently, really. Yeah. So apparently, there's a. a I'm reading some old comments, <laughs> but it does seem like there might even be a cowbell cam. Oh. Okay. Uh, on the big screen in in the game, so hopefully I'm now. I almost want to switch. I'm not going to switch my pick. So you're I saying like- that
3: they had a fever, and the only prescription was more cowbell. So Let's cowbell. I,
1: apparently, if, if there is ever a place where um, someone might accidentally just have a cowbell in the, in the truck, it's probably Sacramento as well. Yeah, I, I mean, it, you got more legitimate in, right? cow purpose. Can we get Will Ferrell at the on the TNT broadcast, <laughs> like leading them in cowbell cheer? Uh, all right. Got two more series left. First up, we got the
0: Memphis Grizzlies against the L.A. Lakers. Game one, Grizzlies a three and a half point favorite. They're minus one forty on the series. Lakers a plus one twenty dog. Oh man, I keep going back and forth on this Lakers team. It.
1: <laughs> Shannon Sharp going every game.
3: Yeah. Oh that- boy. Every every home game, Memphis yeah. is yeah. going to ban him from the arena. Uh, I was
1: going to say maybe he could uh, be the trainer, like get get a part time job with the team.
0: Uh, Lakers have Lakers have kind of turned it on. Second best record in the league since the trade deadline. Uh, they're six in net rating since February eleventh. look at you. You. Number two defensive rating. Shout out to the research <laughs> team. Make me sound smart. Uh, I don't ask me to explain it's it. Like right. Randomly, I, 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 like- can't, I can't explain it to you know.
1: Except like someone Not NBA speaking at a fifth grade level randomly busting out a PhD term.
0: In 20 NBA seasons, James has never been an underdog in the first round of the playoffs.
1: He's also never had visible hair plugs.
0: <laughs> um, let's see. Lakers are 13, 14 and one ATS in the playoffs, including zero and two ATS as underdogs with LeBron. Of course, Dylan Brooks saying he wouldn't mind garden uh, LeBron in a oh, seven shit. game series, which That's, I don't like that. It's never smart, man. I don't want to take this Lakers team, but uh, it does feel like they kind of I People in LA are out on the Lakers. So just Which so r- curious. <laughs> but I think I think the first series, again, if anyone might step in. Oh. Uh, I mean, we need some TV ratings, right? For the NBA. LeBron. LeBron getting on to the second round, I think is is certainly helpful. I'm gonna So you think
1: last year missing the playoffs was strategic?
0: <laughs> you know what? But g- game one in, in Memphis, I think this, they do kind of remind they've had a, some nice physicality Memphis. I'm going to take Memphis minus three and a half. I think hmm. uh hmm. the over under for total games, I was going to go to five and a half, but that's minus 200. Right. I think I'll take, uh I'd imagine this is here?
1: this is the game you circle and you make sure you check out who is is on the game ref ref yes. wise every game.
0: Right? Yeah, keep it on keep it on. I'll I'll go Lakers at plus one twenty right now, but uh, this series I feel the the least good about compared to a bunch of these. But I'll take I'll take Lakers at plus one twenty. But I'm gonna go Memphis minus three and a half. So I essentially I would say wait to bet it until they lose game one. It's probably not gonna change tremendously, but. Um,
1: Eighty-five percent of the handle on Memphis for Game One right now. All
0: FYI. right, a little chalky then. But uh, what do you make of this series, Munaf?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is one of the tougher series to handicap, right? Um, just because where the line is set as far as a series price. I know, I haven't. I'm not the biggest Memphis Grizzlies fan. I know they're a great regular season team. I just think that after John Moran it's a question mark on who is going to step up to provide that scoring support to him. Like, we know John Moran is going to get his, but after that I know Desmond Bain's a great shooter. He can put up the points, but I mean, do I really trust Dylan Brooks to knock down shots for me? Jaron Jackson jr. Always finds himself to get into foul trouble as well. And I don't really want to bet against LeBron James and Anthony Davis, arguably top seven players for sure in the NBA. When you have those two guys healthy Uh, I I think that you always have a chance, especially with obviously LeBron, but I'm going to go with the Lakers reluctantly. I, Mm. I think the moves that they did make at the trade deadline is only obviously going to help this team. But I think the X factors for me in this series for the Lakers is going to be, what are you going to get out of D'Angelo Russell? Because in that play in tournament game against the Minnesota Timberwolves, he was not in that closing lineup. So he's going to have to provide some type of scoring support to LeBron and AD. I think 80 has a monster series, especially without Steven Adams for the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, that's big. Yeah. For game one, I'm going to go with Memphis though. Um, I don't want to steal Scott's thunder, but he has pointed out that LeBron has not been very good uh, in, in game ones, but they find a way to make those adjustments and then come back and win series. So I think if you find the Lakers, sorry, if you find Memphis game one, Lakers will win the series. Ooh. I think that's a good way to attack it. But as far as the series, I'm going to go with the Lakers. Uh, In six games,
1: I'm gonna
0: steal that Kramer. Can you you find a price
1: on that?
2: What do you mean? Can I find?
1: You act like I'm not already looking at the fucking price. (laughs) Memphis to win game one. Lakers win the series three to one.
0: Okay, Uh, now we're talking.
1: Uh, LeBron first bucket seven to one, Sean. (laughs) If you're interested, how are these
0: all seven to one? They're so obvious. Uh, Scott, I guess it's because ten guys theoretically can score. It's math. Uh, Scott, what do you got for uh Lakers uh Grizz?
3: So first things first, I like the Grizzlies in game 1. Uh, simply put, LeBron's team historically have pretty much punted game 1 on a regular basis. <laughs> they make adjustments to feeling out process and LeBron ends up going from there and they find a way to win the series. That's usually how it goes. However, you talked before about a potential Warriors tax against the Kings. I think this is definitely a LeBron tax. There's no way the Grizzlies should only be minus 130, minus 140 in the series. Memphis at home. This season was 35 and six and they're <laughs> minus one forty. Yeah. That's nuts to me because that's assuming the Lakers win a road game and defend home court the entire way. And yes, I know the Lakers were very good post-trade deadline and they also made some big moves. The bench got a little bit better. However, what part of the Timberwolves Lakers play in game did you look at and go, you know what? I actually think this Lakers team is pretty good. Like, I don't think this is a very good basketball team. I think they're fine. I think that the bar was set so low pre trade deadline that everyone thinks this team is great. I don't think the Lakers are very good. I think they're fine. They need LeBron and AD to carry them. And we know with LeBron's age and with AD's durability concerns, even LeBron's durability concerns for the last couple of years. I'm not sure how they're going to hold up physically, having to probably play 40 minutes every game, which is what they're going to have to do. It wouldn't surprise me if they get worn down over the course of this series. I'm going to take a Memphis team that was very close to the mountaintop last year. They beat Golden State by 50 in a home game, or they were leading by 50 in a home game, and they lost that series anyway. But they won a playoff series last year. They faced off against the defending, cha- against the uh, champions, the inevitable champions, and in the Warriors. But that series was close. I think Memphis at home finds a way to get it done. But once again, you're getting a team that was 35 and six at home to simply put defend home court. They went four home games. They're minus 130, minus 140. I think it's a great price. I like Memphis to win game one and win the series. I just think the Lakers, from what I saw, especially in that play in game, they have too many supporting cast characters that I don't exactly trust. They're not a great three point shooting team, and they need 80 and LeBron to go nuts in basically every game. I'm skeptical on AD who we know can go A wall from time to time. I'm going to lean to Memphis I think to find a way. Breaking uh, news, I've changed my yeah, pick. Scott,
1: Scott is Scott. very compelling with the I mean again, yeah, I'm on
0: I'm a, I'm switching it to Memphis minus 140. I, I, the valley all, is crazy. Although here's I'll yeah, I think Memphis minus 140, but then if Lakers get down 02 or something like that I might hedge out a little bit but um yeah Memphis 140 you're right that that home record I was kind of ignoring um thinking that the NBA is going to do everything they can to get LeBron to the second round but Why? I'm going to I'm going to do it I'll stick with Memphis
1: John Morant's way more compelling. He's a he's a recovery story.
0: He does well. He, yeah, he did go he, to he did go to asshole rehab or whatever. Nothing he, that. <laughs> the, 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 but I still haven't got an explanation what his rehab was for. He it was re, just like
1: he um, rehabbed from looking at too much ass, <laughs> and he's back. I mean, this is the kind of American success story the league wants to spotlight.
3: Can so, we so was acknowledge like, though the the best part of that whole situation with Jaw was that the strip club owner. Uh, the person who was owning the club that Jaw threw thousands of dollars at was claiming publicly that Jaw was a good guy. Like yeah, because he, he's good for your business. Like I don't know what that means. Yeah, but exactly. Oh, no,
0: he's a, he's my favorite guy, my best friend, <laughs> John Morant. I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. The 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 camera, like the see uh, the the closed circuit television <laughs> that shots nice that they shot. showed. It looked. It reminded me of a, a like you know in Pennsylvania where snow day. It was just covered. Yeah. in, In in uh, you know dollar bills there. So yeah, of course he's going to uh, be a huge fan of oh, John Morant. Also.
1: If you're ne- if you're a clientele of this place, you may be wondering like, hey man, maybe we turn off some of these cameras. Yeah,
2: Ma- maybe we. They don't- probably
1: didn't know there were cameras there until this came out. Maybe we don't need cameras in this kind of establishment. You know,
2: do they have like a vacuum to pick all that up? I mean, I was- <laughs> they
1: right, so you- yeah, you- they're called strippers. Well, hold on, because if you if you've never been to a strip club where they actually have some form of vacuum to pick up all the dollars, you haven't lived. All right, last series. Here we go. I already
0: already got down on this one, so don't try and talk me out of it. Okay. We got the Phoenix Suns versus the LA Clippers. Suns are a massive -500 favorite. Clippers are a +370 dog. I uh obviously Durant is the big story here. Suns are 8-0 no, with Durant 6 and 2 ATS. Uh, looks like Clippers uh, Paul George might be out at least for a few games Golly. there, but Durant and Kawhi Leonard, fourteen games, they're tied seven seven. Tyloo has uh, uh has been good ATS in games as a favorite, not as much as dogs. I'll say this: I think just the price to me is crazy that the Clippers are plus three seventy because uh, this this Suns team. I mean, you're talking about two guys who historically are all-time playoff. Uh, chokers in in uh, you know in uh yeah, but not this round in Kevin Durant Kevin Durant got swept last I, I'm not That's to fair. not to bring up old wounds for Scott but they got swept in the first round last year obviously it was a different scenario but uh, you got him and Chris Paul who's had a ton of issues in the playoffs you throw Scott Foster in for one of these games next thing you know the <laughs> Clippers are shocking the world and winning the series no. I'm taking the Clippers plus three seventy. They're resting for next season, and I'm taking the Clippers plus seven for the game. Claw for every inch. I, I shit you not. There's a billboard right down the street <laughs> from our studio here that says "Take no quarters off," and it has Kawhi lettered. Like, hopefully, there's someone over there with a sense of humor because that's insane. <laughs> I had a I had to have one a big dog here. Uh, no, you don't. It's no, NBA. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It is NBA round one. But
3: Scott, what do you like here? For me I'm going to go with Phoenix. Simply put, I wanted to make a case for the Clippers just to try to be different and to have a an underdog in there. I can't do it. Without Paul <laughs> George being there and with your second most u- used player being arguably Westbrook, like is Westbrook going to have the second highest usage rate on the team in the playoffs <laughs> probably? That's not a good recipe since he's banned from playing in the fourth quarter in crunch time. It's not a good combo, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Phoenix. They have not played many games with all three guys or all four. If you want to include Aiton uh, with Durant, Booker, CP3 and Aiton. But when they've played together, they've looked pretty good. Once again, limited sample size. Kyle is a coach who tends to also make adjustments. as The series goes on. So I see Phoenix winning the, winning the first two home games here. I think they go up two nothing. And at that point, if you want to take the Clippers, you can get a massive price if they're down to nothing. But I just don't see it. The Clippers are a team that has a lot of role players that, are kind of interchangeable, which means that you don't know how many minutes any guy is going to play in a given day. And it's tough to actually gain rhythm since they can play 20 minutes one night, be a DNP the other night and play 35 minutes in game 3 There's just not any cohesion with the actual rotation with that team. And I think that's a concern. I also don't think Ty is a great coach. Like there's this stigma going on or there's this reputation that he's a great coach, why? Because he had LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> Paul George, and a couple of like really, he, uh, really yeah, good. Yeah, he players. also
0: has had very good players. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. We're, but he won noting.
3: he won he won in he won the title in 3 1 fashion. You know, Draymond got suspended, and then LeBron took over the series. Kyrie went nuts. I get all that. I don't think he's a great coach. I think he's fine, but I think his reputation as being like a top five, top ten coach in the league. I don't really see it that way. But I think the Suns are the much better team, at least on paper. We know that they're very good at home as well. The Clippers have a decent home court advantage, but it's not really, you know, you can make an argument that it's really just the Lakers arena and they play in it. But still, I'm going to go with the Suns here in probably four or five. I think Durant takes over a game and they'll win one. I think Booker probably takes over another game and they win one. Who's the Clippers best perimeter defender? Do they have any good defensive Westbrook. players?
2: <laughs> You're asking the You're, wrong crowd. Scott. I'm saying like, just like
3: maybe Terrence Mann. Like, but the point is, Westbrook can't guard anybody. Norman Powell can't guard anybody. You're going down the line. They don't have many great on-ball defensive players because Paul George is out. And Kwai is a good defensive player. Is he as great as he used to be? Of course not, because he's been injured a bunch. So Kauai's still a good defensive player, not um, as amazing as he used to be. I have questions about the Clippers' defense matching up with, with the Suns in the series. Give me the Suns in probably five.
1: Mm. Sun sweep plus three twenty. Wow, lock it in minus two and a half. Easy saying uh,
0: in the YouTube chat saying he has Suns sweep at uh, plus four fifty. Oh my, he's he's finding a pretty good price there. So you got you got Suns winning Uh, the
1: the two. I'm gonna look for a two seeds. I want to look for some some props around the two seven matchup.
0: So you're also on Phoenix minus seven for game one, Kramer. Oh. Absolutely, and then Scott is Scott. I, for I, I missed it. Did you also? You oh, were also I'm, on seven minus seven for game one. Yeah, I see some six and a half, so I'm going to take that. Ooh, but yeah, I see, yeah, the yeah, Suns yeah, yeah. were 28-13 yeah, at home.
3: <laughs> uh, you know, shopping around is key, especially around playoff time. But <laughs> once again, Tai Lu, you look at his numbers in the playoffs. His teams are really, really bad in game one in most situations, nice. and we always talk about the adjustments that Tai Lu makes as the series goes on. Once again, his main adjustment was beating a Utah team that most people thought were overrated. Anyway, but still, I think the Suns come out in Game One and bury him. You have Durant playing his first home playoff game with Phoenix. The crowd will be amped for it, and they're a very good home team as well. I think the Suns are a bad matchup for the Clippers. I think they win Game One by probably ten. So I'll go with the Suns. Nice.
0: Moon off. Any love for my L.A. Clippers?
1: And did and did you win your golf bet?
2: (laughs) Uh, Round one got suspended. Oh
1: Oh,
0: no! no. Sleep on. (laughs) That's Um, annoying.
2: Yeah. I think Suns get this done either in a sweep or in five games. Um, I'm not putting money on a team that has Russell Westbrook, especially in the playoffs. <laughs> He'll probably make some boneheaded plays in that fourth quarter. If he's on the floor and cost his team, the game, um, at if that he's point, on the floor, that's, yeah, that's if the, big, he's on the that's floor. big word. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's not a blowout situation, but I mean, like Scott said, like you have Kevin Durant, you have Devin Booker. I mean, it's not like you can double team both of those guys or you can't double team Devin Booker anymore because you have Kevin Durant on the other side. And CP3 is not going to have to do much. He just has to get his guys in the right spots and and just rack up the assists and let Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton and Kevin Durant do their thing. If he has an open shot, sure, Chris Paul can knock down those three point shots. For the for the Clippers, it's Kawhi Leonard, and then after that, it's a crapshoot on who you think is going to step up next. Like, am I going to put my money on having to bet on Norman Powell, Russell Westbrook, Terrence Mann? I I can't do it. I think that Suns, I think they're the team that come out of the West. But Mm. for this series, I think that it's it's either a sweep or in five games. And I also like the under five and a half games.
3: If the Clippers had Paul George, I'd consider it because they had a pretty good regular season record against the Suns. But once again, with Paul George being out, He's really one of their only good perimeter defenders. <laughs> it's really not a good matchup with this current roster. Well, I already bet it, Scott, so let's go clips. Come on. That's I would have waited until I mean, game one. I think it's on game one, so you would have gotten a better number. This you is
0: your fault.
1: Your but, fault for not waiting to hear what they have to say. Well,
0: first. this is why we do the show, Ryan. All right. Uh time for our lock and dog. I think we do game one lock, series lock, and then a dog uh either a game one dog or a series dog all right whatever uh, sort of uh, dog I'll, you sure
1: like. i'll happy to go first memphis <laughs> game one lock okay easy money there series lock you know what i i wanted to have some sort of cowbell influence on my my pick but i I'll, I'll leave that off uh let, let's lock up i'll give you two both the two seeds get it done in a sweep. Those are my series locks. Okay. Two sweep bets. Boston and then for my dog.
0: And then what, what's the other one?
1: Boston and uh, Phoenix both sweep. Okay. See what we can get. Maybe a little parlay there. And then for my dog, which will be a little smaller than this, give me the Knicks. Why not? I'm getting not back into basketball, Knicks, baby. Plus 165. Bringing All it right. back to the summer of 2020, 2010, 2011. I'm with you. Memphis minus three and
0: a half is the lock for game one uh, for my series lock. Give me uh Philly minus two and a half games. You don't, you don't have to be a homer.
1: Uh, yeah. Just, I, I don't have to be, uh, but yeah, I, have to,
0: I have to, I have to, I'm contractually obligated to give out winners to the good folks here. And then uh, let's see, what do I like the best out of?
1: uh All right. Who takes president? Baseball Sean or NBA Sean? <laughs> you know what?
0: I, I mean I'm already I'm already going against everyone. Let's do Give it. Give me Heal. the no, Clippers
1: boy. plus three seventy four, my big dog. And, and before you throw it to those guys, Chris Paul is plus fifteen hundred to score the first bucket <laughs> in the in the Phoenix no Clippers part of game. That.
3: All right. Uh Scott, you're up next. What do you got? Okay. So I got to remember. So we're doing a game one lock yep. game, one dog and a series lock and dog. Is that the uh, game one lock series lock? And then any kind of dog oh, okay. series so, game, whatever. So I was going to lean to Memphis as well, but I'll be different because I don't want us to have the exact same pick.
1: Oh, I love that lock though. I love that you're valid. Yeah,
3: I, I do as well, but I feel like all the points were already made there. I'm actually going to go with a total as something okay. that we haven't talked about oh. in game ones at all. I'm going to take the under two and a half in that net Sixers game in game one. I see a rock fight in that game. We know in the playoffs with James Harden and with Embiid, they're going to want to slow the pace because they're going to want to get Embiid in the half court. And the Nets are, aren't are exactly a team that likes to run that much either. The one meeting they ended up playing with a full roster after the KD trade landed 199 in a regular season game in the NBA. That's a pretty good sign that it's going to be a bit low scoring. We know game ones in the NBA playoffs are historically low scoring as well. With the adjustments with officiating and with more meaningful basketball, you see both teams sell out a bit more defensively. I like the under 214 and a half in game one of that net sixers game. I'm not sure each team breaks a 100. No. Muna, or, oh, no, sorry. wait, we and, need, we need, need a, a, we, we need some series dogs. Series lock yeah. and a dog. So my series lock, I'm going to take the Knicks plus one and a half games at minus 130. I think anyone who likes the Cads expects it to go seven, and other people who like the Knicks expect it to probably go six or seven anyway. But since we're expecting a longer series, and since I think the Knicks have a decent shot to actually win the series, give me the Knicks plus one and a half games. I think that series Mm. is a pretty intense battle, but I think the Knicks end up getting it done in general. And besides that, my dog for... uh, I'm trying to think if there's any dog that I actually like for game one. can be a
0: series dog too.
3: Yeah, okay. Uh, So for the series dog, I'm going to go with the... You know what? I'm gonna go with the. I, I can do the Knicks again, but I'm not gonna do that because I just gave up the Knicks for the games. Give me the Kings to win Game One and the Warriors to win the series. Oh, uh, which go. I forgot what the price was on that. That was I think that was like three hundred. Yeah, plus three hundred. Yeah, so I'll take that as my dog. Mm. And uh, yeah, my dog for Game One for the fun of it. Give me the Knicks money line in Game One. There All right, go. there uh, you go.
0: Bonus uh, dog. Uh, That's why we love Scott uh, Moonoff. What do you got for the good folks?
2: Uh series lock. Let's go with the under five and a half games in the Suns and Clipper series. Uh Clippers uh, sweep. Game, I like it. Yeah, yeah, game one lock. Give me. Mm, give me the Suns. I'll double down. Uh Suns first game one minus six and a half. Uh for my dog. Let's go with an exact correct score of the warriors in six games i think that's around plus 190
0: ooh okay i Sorry, like no, it plus
2: 230
0: plus 230 yeah i was going to say that felt a hair short all right hey thank you to moonov thank you to scott make sure you subscribe to the nba gambling podcast make sure you download the app get in on the contest over there make sure you smash the subscribe button toss us a nice rating and review always appreciate that Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast for the sports gambling Podcast, I'm Sean of the money green and he is Ryan.
1: You forgot to mention, but at Kramer centric for all those first basket props, Kramer,
0: let it ride.